The Full Toss Podcast from Chester Borton Hall. Yes, we've got there in the end, I think, just about. Okay, so the season's not quite finished because the fourth team still have a game to go, but we are more or less there. What a tough old year, eh? Okay, my name's Jim Law. Welcome to the Full Toss podcast from Chester Borton Hall Cricket Club. We will chew over the results of the penultimate or ultimate weekend, depending on which way you want to look at it. Contributions from across the teams as well. Over a weekend that saw the ones win, the twos win, the threes and the fours go down, wins for both ladies' sides and for the thirds on Sunday as well. That is your Full Toss podcast with Jim Law and Lee Dixon. It's Cricket Jim, but not as we know it. Jim Law and Lee Dixon, the Full Toss. Right, yes, so we have made it. It's been a heavy weekend one way or another for uh, quite a few people uh, as uh, befits a traditional end of season at uh, Chester Borton Hall. We will be talking to, amongst others, Alex Money, Emma Stanley and Tom Evans. Uh, We had a bit of a roving mic around in the evening as well, so we'll try and pick the bones out of that as well. The ladies had tea, lots of cricket, more cricket than you can shake a cricket bat at. It was a good weekend, Lee Dixon. It certainly was a really good weekend, Jim. Uh, always fantastic to get so many people together and it was even better the fact that we managed to get a win on the board uh, as a first team, which was much needed. Saturday night was certainly a spectacle in itself with some of the old-fashioned uh, rituals of Chester Borton Hall, like the mystery bag coming out, I think, for some of those younger players in the uh, Late teens, early 20s, not not knowing what a McEwen's bottle of Champ was or a bottle of Old Peculiar certainly was an eye-opener. And then a bottle of wine each really did get the uh, night off to a flying start. For the second team, obviously uh, their opponents, Toft, uh, had a COVID scare earlier in the week. We were very quick to be able to work with our friends at Upton. Uh, Massive thank you to Tom Maguire, the second team captain there, who managed to facilitate a game at extremely short notice. Uh, And great to see Matt Griffiths back in the runs before the end of the season. Third team and fourth team did go down over the weekend and that's massively disappointing for the fourth who I know obviously at the top of the league we're still waiting to see how that is going to take effect on the league table coming into this final weekend of the season but the thirds have had a lot of fun under captain Tommy Evans who batted extremely well on the Saturday including a diving catch but I'm sure at some point Tom will mention that on this podcast. Uh, ladies had a fantastic Sunday, uh, a double header to see the second 11 women and the first 11 women win on what was a beautiful occasion with the sun out and that's exactly what we want really to see the club full, people enjoying the cricket and the ground in such good order, taking on as much cricket as we can before the end of the season. From a first team perspective, our game was one of those games, it, it didn't really have that end of season feel to it, which was good. I think a lot of the games this year, because 
people know it's a short season. There has, you know, the dead rubber games have still had a little bit on them. Uh, batting first, it was great to see uh, Rick and Warren put a bit of a partnership together before Warren fell. Um, both of them, uh, when they're in full flow, is there a better opening partnership in the league? I'd like to know who it is. Uh, with Harry uh, not available on the Saturday, it, it fell to Al Money in the middle order to really kind of battle through those early periods. Um, Rodis luck a little bit to start with, but then towards the end, free-flowing cricket and fell just short of what would have been a maiden Premier League 100, but surely that's just around the corner. Also, towards the end of the innings, Matt Jones came in uh, using uh, Geo's bass. Uh, it seems to have a bit of magic in it, and uh, he, he dispatched Matt Parkinson into the canal for six, which was fantastic for Jonah, uh, and he's coming, coming on from strength to strength. With the ball, it was a slow start, to be honest. Um, Widness kind of kept just under the rate, but didn't lose many wickets. And then that man again, Matt Jones, with four wickets. He, he seems to really love playing against Widness. I got five earlier in the year. He managed to obviously get in the wickets. And that, and that man, Warren Goodwin, got the broom out at the end, not like him to come on and knock over eight, nine and ten. Um, fantastic catch from Al Money in the gully there as well, which really uh, set the set the day off. Um, but you know, one to watch for next year. Rick Moore looked in absolutely fabulous touch at the top of the innings, and with next year going to be hopefully a full year, I think it could be a massive one for the Chester captain. And of course, you're probably fed up with Lee Dixon and I chatting every week, but uh, I rarely get a chance to catch up with him during a game. But uh, this particular week during the Witness game, I did grab a couple of words between innings as Chester had just made 230-odd. Halfway house in the game with Witness, and uh, you're well poised. Yeah, look, uh, it's been a tough couple of weeks, but it's really good to see uh, the boys go out and fire in the batting unit. 234 on that wicket. A little bit in the wicket, it's just starting to offer a little bit for the bowlers as well. So... Fantastic to see the batters uh, go out there and, and perform. You know, seeing Rick Moore in full flow, uh, I think that's something it'd be great to see more of next year with him kind of hopefully kind of settling into the batting order at the top where he belongs. Obviously, Warren, our Rolls Royce, still looking as good as ever. But, you know, for me, seeing Al Money there, you know, so close to getting that maiden 100, but batted really well, hitting the ball round. But someone like Matty Jones came in, hitting a cleaner, you know, some, that six he put Parky into the, you know, almost into the canal. Uh, was was fantastic Parky just over my shoulder here still travelling that one Parky uh, can't bowl there to Jonah but no it was fantastic and uh, you know it should be a really good second half Brilliant and full array of shots full array of shots including some from yourself Yeah none of my shots got out the squ- out the, uh, the ring uh, one of the players said to me that I used to uh, destroy figures and now I save figures so you know I'm going to use that as my, my uh, motivation in the seven months of the winter um, and hopefully come back uh, offering a little bit more than just a, a chirp and a, a good figure at mid-off and whilst you've got Parky still over your shoulder where's your money? oh look uh, my, 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 my money is that uh, we'll win but uh, I've got no doubt that Parky will come out and uh, bat somewhere at 10 and 11 and try and hit the ball over his head so that's that's something I will guarantee because that's what does happen but no it looks uh, it's a fantastic day you know nice to see the weather out I know the girls down later which is brilliant you know it's important that the whole club come together just saw Tommy take one on the catch on the back pitch so at the moment my day is average for me because I'm going to have to talk about that later on in the tent great stuff thanks mate thank you very much money literally just off the pitch well batted 
Thanks, Jim. Yeah, had a fair share of luck in that innings, but um, yeah, it was good. It was uh, probably a decent total, two thirty-four. Um, so probably a bit above par. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll in a good running to to come home with a win. And a full array of shots out there. Yes, yeah, so my fair share of slogging in that uh, innings with a bit of luck. So uh, yeah, it's good to finally get a few. It's been a been a bit of a struggle for the last few weeks, but uh, no, finally finally got a cup out the middle of the bat, which is great to see. I think he's doing himself an injustice. So he just ran out of time at the end there, didn't you? You tried to try to force a hundred in the last over. Yeah, three balls left. It was uh, mid on was up, mid off was up. Sorry, so um, that was all my option to forget the boundary. Um, unfortunately. Planked one straight hey. to the man, but uh, you know, oh, well. it says 96 in the scoreboard, that's pretty good. Exactly, yeah, yeah, happy. Well done, mate. Match reviews and previews from Chester Porton Hall. Dan Riley, so you had a great, um, a friendly arrangement at short notice at Upton. Yeah, how'd it go today, mate? Oh, it's very good, actually. Yeah, short notice, Covid it off at Toft. Um, we they basically suggested we should bat, which we did. And um, Matthew Griffiths got a fine 89, fantastic batting, hit two sixes onto the road and then another six elsewhere, which is his record for sixes. He uh, tripled his aggregate for the season, batted superbly. Joe Maddox got um, a couple of massive one-bounce fours and batted great. That was the bulk of the runs and we bowled them out, wicket spread around. Great afternoon, great afternoon. So, so the big question and up to this, how many people drove past and shouted, how's that from the main road? Well, quick, uh, funny you should say that because... Uh, I mentioned to the umpire halfway through our bowlings that nobody had said that yet. Literally, the overlay to someone went past and shouted. So there was a good, there was two, but they left it late this week. A police, one police car went past, full flashing sirens, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Alison had a great meal here, by the look of it, tea time. Uh, well, she certainly, she tried to explain to me that she's had a good meal, but the words weren't coming out so well. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah, no, it looked like uh, it looked like it'd been a great afternoon at the club. Lots of uh, lots of the ladies were here, kept the place full. The marquee was open. Everyone's having a few beers now. Uh, and considering we've won nothing, best stick of the day I think I've ever seen. Um, slightly, uh, you know, a bit of tops off and all that. It was very good, very entertaining. Uh, Dicko still did his 5K. A great night. Tommy Evans at the end of a... Oh, no, one more game to go. How are you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling a bit sore, actually, for diving around in the field. But, yeah, yeah I feel OK. OK, so the big thing is, Tom, talk us through the catch. The catch, uh, Keggy's still repairing the outfield now. A normal person who is healthy and fit would have just walked two steps backwards and taken it easily. I managed to turn it into a diving left-handed full-back catch. So, with your 82, the champagne moment or the catch? The catch. The catch. Marvellous. We, we, we felt the tremors uh, at the far end, but... Uh, uh, you went down though, didn't you? We did, we did. Oatmeer, good team, Oatmeer, second 11. Um, damp pitch, couples leaked overnight, unfortunately. Oatmeer got to 222 off their 30 overs, which was a monstrous score on that back pitch with what the wicket was like. But then we fell very quickly, we were 2 for 2 off 2, chasing 2 2 2. <laughs> Interesting score. Uh, then we fell to 60 for 6, which was really in the, uh, the doo doo then. Uh, ben Harvey came out and stayed with me for a good while. We managed to get the score to 150. And at that point, we were all getting a bit uh, 
uh, a bit giddy and we thought, oh wow, can we do it? But uh, no, uh, I went, Barb went, and um, yeah, we did, we did cling on, we weren't all out, we were 190 for nine of our first year over, so a good, a, a good show for the last bit of it, yeah. And uh, one game to go, or two? Uh, one game to go. We had, a, we had a free week next week, and the, the game we're to be playing in the last week in September, we're playing tomorrow uh, at Chester against Alvin Lee. Excellent, and uh, what can we expect team-wise? Uh, young team again. Uh, today's team was young, actually, sorry, a special mention to Orson O'Rourke, who stepped in late. Uh, he took three wickets, he bowled really well, along with Nick Cole as well. Nick Cole batted well for us as well, so a couple of really good young kids coming through again tomorrow, yeah, same again. Base mania on youth, and we'll hopefully have a good game against them. And you've not had a bad season. Done okay. <laughs> I think you're being very modest. Tommy, well done, mate. Cheers, Jimbo. Match reviews and previews from Chester Porton Hall. So not the best afternoon then for our fourth 11. Ian Thistlewood goes away. Uh, congratulations. Happy birthday to Helen Thistlewood, by the way. And uh, Robbie Williams takes control. And what happens? Well, Chester bowled out for just 73. Only Marius Mozart with 36, sorry, 26 got into double figures in that score of 23. Uh, the Groves in reply, 74 for five. Still a game to go, though. So, Robbie Williams, the fourth team, went to the Groves today. Uh, it was dreadful. Um, it was even worse that we lost. Uh, we didn't score many runs, and they scored slightly more than we did, Jim. And other than that, that's... You've had a good day, then? We've, uh, cricket was the yes. loser. What? How do you do? Oh, I was dreadful. You were I was dreadful. I, I, I walked. How, how bad? I walked, walked, for God's sake. I mean, for years I've not walked. <laughs> I was that shite, I walked. <laughs> I gloved one, gloved one down the oh, leg side fantastic. and walked because I was that bad. Uh, I got six. You got six? I, six of the worst runs ever. Um, one went through the stumps. Out of how many? Out of how many? We were all out of 73. Marius played wonderfully up front, uh, scored 26 of our dreadful 73, and then, and then I think probably forgot where the field was and <laughs> hit it hit it straight at him. Um, Carl got out to a straight one that that hit him on the toe and went out. Uh, and but they were a lovely bunch and uh, we had a lovely day and we lost. Match reviews and previews from Chester Borton Hall. And Sunday saw uh, a bit of sunshine at long last. Our Indian summer in action. Heavens, we've waited for that, haven't we? Uh, two ladies' games. The uh, twos played first of all. Now, they hosted Cheadle and Heaton Mersey. Chester batted first. They made 95 for five, with Jenny Marvel scoring 37. Cheadle, in reply, were 34 all out. Uh, Emma Inchley taking two for three. Gemma Rose taking two for three as well. Uh, later in the afternoon, the, the first team of the Nantwich, uh, sorry, the, the Chester Demons, as they're known, took on the Nantwich Vipers. Nantwich posted 107 for six. Tilly Bus taking two for 22. Ali Cutler, two for 15. Chester, great reply. Storming reply, 110 for four. And great to see Kate Kopak back in the ranks. She was on 48, not out. Serene Smell on 31. So well done to both ladies' teams. A great way to finish the season. So when all the cricket was said and done, time to celebrate as we do so well here at Chester. So uh, apologies for some of the editing here. And if it sounds like the chap asking the questions in the middle has had a few, he probably had. Let's hear from Heidi Cotton, from Julia Pond, from Carl Stedman, from Sahil, from Sharon Wyatt and from Yvonne Fleet. <laughs>
Yes, it's been a very good season. What little we've had of it, but it's been a very good season. And your lad, we love him, and he's working so hard. Oh, thank you. Yes, he's, he had a bit of a dodgy beginning of the season, but then he came back and, yeah, he's back on track and he's enjoying it and he loves being part of the team. What's he going to be doing now? Um, getting on with his A-levels, probably miss the cricket, but... You know, wait till next season. Hopefully it's bigger and better this next year. Yeah, probably a few more beers than he should have, but hey-ho, end of the season, he deserves it. They've all played well. Thank you so much. Great, thank you. Yeah, every week here, whatever the weather, freezing my socks off. And, yeah, it's been great, even though it's a short season. And your lad, Dan, your um, mums are great supporting lads or whatever, and your, your Dan's done a cracking job across the season ups and downs and I didn't really watch them today because I was busy chatting with the mum. Thank you very much for organising our lovely afternoon. Big shout out to Emma for sorting it all out for us. Cole Stedman, how's your day and how's your season? Okay, today was fairly rubbish. Season's been pretty good. Um, I played four games for the over the fourth team, and I just help out as a wicketkeeper when people are available. Um, outside of that, um, I picked my bat up twice uh, deliberately. I'll be around next year. I've also I have in, in two years ago I played in the first team a couple of times. So no, I keep wicket as and when people want me to do. I just love playing cricket and. It's, it's cricket, as I say, cricket is life and you meet more people at cricket than you could ever dream of that will be lifelong friends. So, great season. How do you feel about it? Yeah, it's been really enjoyable. Um, Tommy's led the threes really well. I got a chance with Dan in the twos as well. So, it's been a really good year. Really enjoyed it. And you've been a kind of... Kind of a pundit's favourite, if I might, might say that. Yeah, it's been good. It's nice to have support of the lads, and um, yeah, it's just don't take it too seriously. It's all about enjoying yourself. Yeah. So, what happens for you in the uh, in the winter? Um, I think A levels. I've got to revise a lot, unfortunately. But um, we'll be going to winter nets, and I'll to, when that starts. So um, it'll be a busy winter. Yeah. How do you decide between you and Andy who goes to watch Tom and who goes to watch Reg? Well, mainly whatever's on offer at home with the ladies, I'll stay and Andy goes away. So really, I just decide and then Andy does whatever I tell him. So, talking through this afternoon whereby there was a ladies' tea on today, and does that add an influence on who went where? Yeah, I was clearly at home. Me and the ladies were at home. We had a lovely time. And Andy went to, well, he was going to Toft, but then sadly ended up in Upton. But he doesn't mind. It makes our summer. And it's been really good that we've been able to have a bit of summer. Um, albeit it started late, but it's been a really lovely season. So fingers crossed we're back to normal, ready for next season. Yeah, it's been a really good season, a very um, short season. Uh, it feels like a very long season, but it hasn't been. But to be fair, I've enjoyed all the games that we've played, and um, I think all the women have as well. And this has been exceptional because of, under the circumstances. And, um, you know, I just think that the whole morale of the club has been great tonight with the end of season club. I think everyone's been enjoying themselves. And um, it's been great, actually. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Especially, I know the women have as well. They've really took part in it tonight. The full top.
Cross Podcast from Chester Borton Hall. And uh, go to old Emma Stanley, uh, where she did us proud at the weekend. Emma, for those of you who don't know, uh, other half, better half of Lee Dixon. Uh, managed to get a, a group of ladies together. We had a, they had a, a cracking tea, I know, because I pinched a sandwich at the end of it. A cracking tea in the marquee, a proper tea as well. Although, as I, uh, as I said to Emma, in my day, tea seemed to be sort of tea and cake. There wasn't much fizz around. There certainly was on Saturday. Emma Stanley, you just done tea for 24. How good was that? Really nice. It was really nice to see all the women come together, all the mums, the girlfriends, the nannies, just have a bit of a social at the end of the season. It was really nice for them all to get together. And in my day, you see, tea was a sort of a cup of tea and, uh, and a cake, but you seem to have a, a lot of fizzy stuff there. There was a glass of Prosecco supplied by Adam. There's the women for you there. <laughs> They've had a nice drink this evening. Um, yeah, so tea, coffee, glass of Prosecco and some sandwiches. Loads of cake for nice. them. Well, I think you've earned that after a long season. How's the old boy doing? Albert's doing really well. He's glad to have Dad back on the weekend now and do something with Dad and give me a rest. Good stuff. Well, on behalf of everybody, thank you for that. I think it looks as if they've had a great time. Yeah, great. Hopefully we'll do something at Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. And whilst we're talking about the social side of Chester Borton Hall, there's a lady on the boundary, Granny Wyatt, is Glenys is affectionately known as. Uh, she, uh, she seems to make a cake just about every week. I know because I've sampled it. If I'm really good, I get a bit of a lemon drizzle cake. Uh, Don Speakman, our scorer, gets, uh, gets far more than anybody else put together. All envious of that. But Glenys, uh, she's, uh, she looks after us royally. We want to say thank you very much for the cake that we've had this season. Oh, you're very welcome. I, I enjoy baking, so not a problem. Yeah. You're having tea this afternoon, is that I right? I am, yes, yes, yes. Your own cake or...? Oh, no, no. Treating. Treating. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. No, the first team had the cake today. <laughs> and it's halfway here, 234. What do you reckon, second innings? I think they're going to slam it, yes. Definitely. Yeah, I do. Yes, so we they can come to back be... to you afterwards to think. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, it's all my fault because <laughs> I've had too much cake. <laughs> well, thank you for the cake again. Okay, cheers. Thanks, thanks, Jim. What's on at Chester Bolton Hall? So the end of the season may be nigh, but we're as busy as ever at Chester Borton Hall. A reminder that it's Adam's Steak Night a week on Friday. That is the 26th of September. Come along, it's £20 uh, for your steak. You get a bottle of wine between two of you as well. Plus the awards night, we're still hoping to have that on October the 10th. Please stay tuned and, and uh, on the website as well. Uh, we'll keep you posted with how that progresses. Bars open as ever. Chester Nomads will be in action from next Saturday too. Uh, and uh, you never know, there might be the old game of cricket that sneaks in there because that's the way that the world the way things seem to work here. Anyway, lots happening at Chester Borton Hall. The Chester Borton Hall Player of the Week. Sponsored by Changing Home. Chester's premier independent estate agent. Yes, the Changing Home Player of the Week. Well, uh, <laughs> it was all a little bit different this time. And uh, I guess Alex Money with his, uh, his starring 96 was top of the tree uh, across the sides 
But really, it just felt appropriate that uh, with all the shenanigans that we have on a Saturday night, we're very lucky to have Lee in the chair, or on his feet, I should say. He was only just on his feet this particular Saturday, but he hosts that well. He emcees our uh, various uh, announcements and results packages. Um, being putting, I'm trying to put it politely here, uh, on, a, on a Saturday night. So well done to, to you, Lee. Uh, you thoroughly deserve that. Thanks for all your support. <laughs> And I guess that just about wraps things up. It's been a pretty hectic season. We've had 24 podcasts. We're going to keep going. We uh, we won't be as frequent throughout the winter, but we've got uh, we've got an analysis of the season to come. Our aim is to uh, have a chat with all of our senior captains. We've got a couple of interviews lined up as well, so we'll probably switch to monthly during the winter. But uh, certainly, we're going to be around for the next couple of weeks or so. Absolutely love it. It is my life during the summer. Everybody knows that. Um, Around the town. That's it. Yeah, go on, go on. Chester blazer. He wears a Chester blazer in the merry month of May. And and, and if you ask why the hell he wears it, he wears it for the Chester boys far, far away.